Welcome to Fusion Church's Sermon of the Week. Fusion Church is located in Wakanda, Illinois. We exist to complete and multiply people who passionately follow Christ. For more information, visit www.fusionchurch.com. Let's dive into this week's sermon. All right, so we just have a few more minutes out here together. Kiddos, you guys are being so awesome. It was good to... Good just to hear a lesson just for you. Just so you know, over the next couple weeks, what will happen is uh, each age group, so starting next week, we'll take one specific age group, and Jeff and Krista are going to do a lesson with just that age group, and then we're going to have all the age groups of our kids over the next couple weeks kind of take some time and do a lesson together. So it won't be everybody every week. It'll be just certain age groups. Uh, if you feel comfortable allowing your kids to do that, that would be great. If not, uh, th- then that's okay. Hey, why don't we do this, guys? Why don't we take for a second, there's some kind of accident behind us that was all the sirens and stuff like that. Yeah, it's okay. Everybody wants to turn and look. That's fine. Go ahead and turn and look. We're just going to pray right now for whatever's happening right there, okay? We're going to pray right now for that. So Heavenly Father, we don't know what the situation is. God, but we know there was some kind of incident, some kind of danger. God, and we, we know that the people who, who run into danger are our, our police and our firemen uh, and the ambulance, Lord, that they're there and they're taking care of whoever is in need. So God, we pray that you'd protect everyone involved. We pray, God, that you would heal them. God, we pray that whoever is there, whatever is happening, God, they would be, they would be okay, that this wouldn't be something that would be too difficult to, to, to work out and to manage, God. And we pray for a quick resolution to whatever the problem problem is right now. Lord, also while we're praying, God, we just, we recognize that around the world, there is still a lot of difficulty and a lot of hardship. God, so we think about places right now in India where so many people are sick. God, they need rescuing, Lord. So please rescue our friends in India. We think about the violence right now in the Middle East between uh, in, in Jerusalem and the Gaza Strip. Lord, we just pray right now, God, that you would bring a peaceful resolution, God. God, that, that right now you would save the lives of people who are fighting against each other, Lord. God, you have a plan and you're working things out, Lord. We trust you with that, Lord, but we pray for a peaceful resolution, Lord. God, would, you ha- would your hand be upon it, God? God, and would you watch out for, for the Palestinian Christians who are worshiping and hiding and for their Jewish brothers and sisters who are there who call it their homeland. God, you know and you see every child who belongs to you, Lord. So would you take care of your family, God, and would you bring an end to the violence there? Lord, and we know that right now there are still so many people around us who are suffering, who are sick, who are lonely, God, and and, and aren't able to rejoice, Lord. So we rejoice on their behalf, Lord, and we ask, God, that you would uh, be in our midst and that you would work in our hearts so that we can share your joy with other people. We ask this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right, so just a, just a little bit, I want to share with you guys uh, something that God just has on my heart, and it's going to kind of set us up for what we're doing this summer. And I'm sorry about the wind here being a little noisy on this microphone. It's just part of what happens when we're, we're outside. So I'm going to read to you in just a second a short passage in the book of Joshua, which is in the Old Testament. And in this passage that I'm about to read, uh, let, me, let me kind of frame this and set it up for you. The God's people have been freed from slavery in Egypt. They've been in slavery for 400 plus years. Uh, and then God does these miraculous things and set them free from slavery. And they begin to wander around in the desert. They're, they're wandering around for 40 years trying to get to the place that God had promised them. And they're enduring all different kinds of hardships. And right before this passage that I'm about to read, they get to a place where they, they encounter this river, the Jordan River. And they're going to cross this river. And it's kind of this barrier, the last thing that stands in their way 
before they cross over into the promised land that God has for them. And it's this kind of extreme difficulty. They literally have tens of thousands of people. They're trying to figure out how do we get from this side of the river to the other side of the river. And so they stand here. And in the middle of this, God does this incredible miracle, just like he parted the Red Sea for his people to cross. Now he's going to part this river. He's going to actually stop the flow of the water in the river for his people to, to cross. And what he tells the people is, hey, take the Ark of the Covenant, which was this symbol of God's presence with his people. And it held things that were special to the Jewish people. He said, take that to the edge of the river. And when you come to the edge of the river, then the water will stop. And when the water stops, go out into the middle of the river. And the priests who are carrying the Ark of the Covenant, I want you to stay there in the middle of the river. Kids, can you imagine what this would be like seeing water stop? That would blow my mind. I don't know about you, but that would blow my mind. So you have this water that stopped these people that have the Ark of the Covenant that are stopped there in the middle of the river and all the people begin to cross over. And so here's where our passage picks up in Joshua chapter four. Here's what it says. When the whole nation, so all the people had finished crossing over the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, choose 12 men from among the people, one from each tribe, and tell them to take up 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan from right where the priests are standing and carry them over with you and put them down at the place where you stay tonight. So Joshua called together the 12 men he appointed from the Israelites, one from each tribe. And he said to them, go over before the ark of the Lord your God and to the middle of the Jordan. And each of you is to take up a stone on his shoulder, according to the number of tribes of the Israelites, to serve as a sign among you. In the future, here's what I want you to listen to. In the future, if my iPad will cooperate. In the future, when your children ask you, what do these stones mean? Tell them that the flow of the Jordan was cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When it crossed the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. These stones are to be a memorial for the people of Israel forever. So the Israelites did as Joshua commanded. They took 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan, according to the number of the Israelites, as the Lord had told Joshua, and they carried them with them to the camp where they put them. Joshua set up the 12 stones that had been in the middle of the Jordan at that spot where the priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant stood, and they are there to this day. So just real briefly, here's what I want you to know about this passage. This river represented this kind of obstacle getting kind of through to the place and what God had promised them on the other side. This thing that kind of stood in their way. They were, uh, there was no way to get around it. All they could do is go through it. This was the only way, this is the only way that they could get to where God promised. I just want to pause for a second and just acknowledge that sometimes God delivers us and we go around a problem. But very often God doesn't do that and we go through a problem. And if we're always expecting to go around a problem, we're going to be really disappointed in life because sometimes God can only teach us things by going through something rather than just going around something. And it would have been great had he just picked up everybody and just said, oh, here's going to go or no, here's a shortcut around it. But there's no way around it in this situation. They have to go through it. So sometimes we face these kinds of challenges Sometimes they're God's challenges brought directly to us. Sometimes they're not. It's just the stuff that life throws at us. I heard someone say this week that God is always good, but life is not always good. God is always good, but life is not always good. So there are certain things that happen in life, challenges brought our way, and that God asks us to walk through. And that's what he did in this situation. He shows up and then he guides them through it. And it's miraculous nonetheless. It's a beautiful and incredible thing that God does. It's miraculous. 
And here's what I would say, friends, that we find ourselves and have come through a similar kind of situation over this last year. We have had a, a time in our lives where there was no way around what's happened. Life has stopped and been on pause for everyone here in some way, hasn't it? You've experienced some level of disruption in your life over this last year. Either you had to sit out of school if you were a kid, or moms and dads, you had to sit with your kids thinking that they would be in school. You've had, maybe you've lost work. Maybe you've had health issues. Maybe someone you love or know has had health issues. You have had trouble with friends and trouble with family. You've had discord with people within this church or outside of this church. You've, had, you've been cut off from neighbors and you've been lonely. You've maybe been, your income has been drastically reduced or drastically increased. So the fact that you can barely kind of keep up with it anymore. All of us over this last year have encountered some kind of obstacle and there was no way to go around it. The only thing we could do is go through it, right? I mean, I don't know about you, but I kept feeling like over this last year, is this ever going to end? Did anyone else ever say that? Is this ever going to end? Are we ever going to get through this? Well, here's what I would say. I know we're not 100% done with everything that's going on in the world, but it feels like at this point, we're kind of like we've gone through the river and we're about to cross over to the other side. And that doesn't mean that there aren't difficulties ahead for us. Actually, when the Israelites passed through this river, they were going to face difficult challenges ahead. And so I think that there's still difficulties for us ahead, but the hardest part, this incredible obstacle is behind us. And so what does God tell them to do? He says, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go right into the middle of that difficulty that I brought you through. And I want you to find this stone and I want you to pick up this stone and I want you to carry this stone with you. And I want you to carry it to the other side to remember what I've done in the midst of this difficulty. And I want this to stand as a memorial so that when other people say, what happened? How did you do this? You can point to and say, this is what our God did. Well, guys, I think that that's what God is asking for us to do right now in this moment. It's to look back on the last year and see all that God has brought us through and to find a stone, to find something that represents what God did in our lives through the last year to go back and look at there's something that God has done that got me through this last year, something he did that carried me, something I've learned about him that I want to, to carry with me. I don't want to forget this because it's easy to pass through this stuff and only think about the bad and only think about how bad we wanted it to end. But the truth is that God did something in your life because you are sitting here in this parking lot this year. If you're here and you have breath in your lungs, guess what? God was on your side and he got you through something incredibly difficult and there's some lesson to be learned, but you're going to have to go back and look for that lesson if you don't know what it is. You're going to have to go back to the middle of the river and find the stone that represents the thing that God has done in your life. Because if you don't, you have wasted your wilderness. You have wasted this opportunity to go back and to look and see what it is that God has done. Because even if it was hard, there was something that the Lord was teaching you, whether it was to endure something difficult or to sustain you in a difficult time, or he showed up in some way you didn't expect. There's something that God has done. And it would be a shame to waste that. It would be a shame to look past that. I love the picture here. It says explicitly that they picked up the stones and put them on their shoulder as if it was heavy. I don't know about you. Does anyone else feel like the last year there have been some heavy things? 
on the way here, I was driving in, and I've got to be honest, I weeped from my house to the parking lot, thinking about all of you being here in the parking lot, and think about all that God did over this last year, the way he sustained us, the way he's answered prayers, all of the amazing faces that I would see here. I, I just, I like, I, got, I had to circle for a minute. I couldn't bring myself to, to pull directly in here because I was just so moved thinking about all that God did. But I'll tell you, it was a heavy weight. I feel like the stone that I have to carry was bigger than I could ever possibly imagine. And maybe you feel that way too. Maybe as you look back in there, you go, oh man, I can't do it. I can't see it. It's too big. Well, guess what? We're here to carry it together. We're here to say, nope, I see your stone. I see what it is that God's did and I will help you carry it. I'll help you put it up on your shoulder, but let's carry it to the other side together and let's say it so that we can, rep- we can celebrate all that God has done. I know that some of you probably know right away what's your stone. What's the thing in the middle of this last year that you can see that God did, where you can say, gosh, I know it. Some of you don't know. Some of you are not sure. And so you may have to walk back to the middle of the river. Actually, as I read this passage, what it sounds like to me is that some of the Israelites had already passed through and he says, go back. And so sometimes we have to go back to find out what it is that God has done. We have to review our history. But we review our history not to stay in our history, but so that we can learn from our history to take us to where we're supposed to go. Let me say it again. We we don't go back so that we can stay in our history. We actually take those stones and we carry them with us so that we know what God is going to do on the other side of the river. We're not meant to just stay in the middle of the river. We're meant to take those things that God has done and carry those things to the other side, that that will be a catapult for what God has done so we don't forget what God has done. And so I I think we're here and we're in a time of transition, friends. I think we're here and God has guided us through something incredibly hard and difficult, but we're here. And we've got to look for what are the stones What are the things that God has done over this last year that we need to say, look, this is what God has did so that we can tell our kids, so that they can tell their kids, so they can tell their kids. This past year, I had a chance to sit down and uh, and talk with my parents about my grandfather. I learned that my grandfather, uh, he, he rode in the Pony Express delivering mail. He had tuberculosis and he lived in the mountains for two years. Uh, He was a moonshiner. Um, I I forget. He was a coal miner. He smoked a pipe from the time he was like 10 years old until he was in his eighties. And he has all of these incredible stories, but the best story of his life is the day he met Jesus and his stories of how Jesus sustained him through all these kinds of things. I never knew one of those things about my grandfather, but I knew he loved God. I knew how God had met him and his family. So what will you tell your kids about what happened in this last year. What will you tell your friends or your neighbors? Maybe you're not a parent. Maybe you never will be, and that's okay. But what will you tell the people that you know in your life, your nieces, your nephews? What will you tell your neighbors about what God has done over this last year? You see, I think we're in this moment where we're crossing something, and it's going to look different from this point forward. We're not going back to where we came from. We're going forward into something new. 
And in order for us to go forward into something new, then we have to see what it is that God has done so that we can go, yep, I saw how God showed up there and I know he'll show up there again. This is why we need these memorials. This is why we need to remember what God has done because we're gonna face another challenge. We're gonna face another situation and we're gonna wonder, how are we gonna get through this? How are we gonna do this? And then we're gonna remember what God had done. And we remember what God has done. So over the course of the next few weeks, what we're going to do is we're going to hear some stories from some people from what are their stones. What are the things that God has done over the last year, the lessons to be learned that we need to know and share as a community. Some of those stories will be really positive and uplifting. Some of those stories will be really difficult and say, gosh, it was really hard here. But the point is, no matter what it is, God brought us through it to where we are today. And so over the course of the summer, I want you to think about what are your stones? What are the things that have happened in your life over the course of the last year? What are the ways that God has shown up? What are the ways that he sustained you? And we're going to do something special at the end of the summer together. We're actually going to build kind of a mosaic together to physically display what it is that God has done so that we can have a memorial to our children and their children, to all of the people that come after us at Fusion Church or whatever we're named in the future, and say, this is what God did with those people. This is what God did with those people. And I don't know about you, but I'm excited for the new. I'm excited to go into new territory. I know it will be difficult. I know there will be challenges ahead, but I know that if we got through what we just got through, that nothing that stands in front of us is too difficult for our God. Nothing is too difficult for our God. I'm going to get excited. Nothing is too difficult for our God. Is there anything that's going to stand in the way of our God? Nothing. 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 There will be people who come to know Jesus and who are saved and baptized in this church. There will be marriages that are healed and reconciled. There will be emotional healing and wholeness. There will be physical healing and wholeness. Do you know why? Because it's God's heart to do those things. Not because I want it. Not because we're good enough for it. It's because it's his desire to bring his kingdom to us and through us. And so because it's God's heart, I know he's going to do it. And so I can stand up here and say this stuff in faith believing because I know what God has done and what he will do. I'm excited. I don't know about you. I'm going to have fun. So here's what I want you to do. Rob, if you'll come for just a second. I want you to take just a minute. And I want you to start thinking right now about what your stone is. I want you right now to start reflecting on this past year. What's the thing that comes to your mind right away that you say, you know what? I know that God did it. And maybe if there's nothing that comes to to your mind, guess what? You're on an adventure to discover the little miracles of God that you didn't know that you could see before. And it is an awesome adventure of discovery to see God show up and the little miracles and not just in the big stuff. What an awesome discovery you're about to go on and discover a God who got you through, go through. What is it? What's your stone? What's the thing that will remind you of what God has done that you need to tell people about for generations to come? 
Lord, I pray right now that your presence would just begin to stir up in people. A sense of clarity about what you've done. I pray, Lord, right now that you would begin to stir up in people a sense of joy and excitement and celebration about what you've done. And I pray, Lord God, that that we won't move forward too fast into the thing that you have for us in the future without carrying what it is that you've done in the past. So stir up in our hearts, God, a tangible sense of understanding of what it is you've done. So, Lord, that we might have faith in what you will do. Lord, and I declare with great faith that you will do great things among us and that you will do great things in us. I declare with great faith, Lord, that we will see your favor and your face shine upon us. I can't wait to see what you'll do, Jesus. Amen. I want you to start thinking about this over the next couple weeks. What is your stone? And we're going to have some opportunities for you to be able to share this one with one another and share this with us. And really quick, before we start breaking and go to food, I need to do a couple things. I need Rob Withrow and Katie Withrow to stand. I need Mark and Trish Ritchie to stand. I need Jeff and Krista to stand. I need Meg and Rob to stand. I need Lawrence and Rita to please stand. And my John and Crystal, please stand. Right now, church, we would not be where we are without these people leading us through this last year. So give these folks a huge hand. You guys are such an incredible blessing, and we are so incredibly thankful for you. And uh, just so awesome. Jen, my wife, stand up. Thank you. We hope that you were encouraged by this week's sermon. For more information, visit us at our website, www.fusionchurch.com, or you could find us on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great week.